so very first official podcast um and there are so many things i want to talk about right now um my thoughts are coming so fast i can't even really keep up with them um however i told my sister that my first podcast would be called fuck these niggas and i feel like i need to also state that this is not a man bashing topic in no way will i be downing men in no way will i be demeaning them or diminishing their value um i simply say fuck these niggas because fuck these niggas society teaches us as women that we are only supposed to be what men allow us to be um there over the course of of history there have been a lot of feminist movements you know that had the whole women's suffrage uh movement for the right to vote um there have been so many campaigns and fights for women to have equal rights um for women to be seen as equal quote unquote as men or two men i am <clears throat> in no way a anything you can do I can do better woman um I believe in feminism however I believe and wholeheartedly understand that celebrating or placing an immense value on women in no way means that men are stupid or that men are inferior or that men are not supposed to be in positions of leadership another reason why i say fuck these niggas and and i also want to say that by niggas i don't necessarily mean black men i mean fuck these niggas in general and that is open to all nationalities there is so much more to a woman than what society teaches us. I was having a conversation tonight and I was speaking um about the word of God and um I speak very openly about the word because that is the foundation of my entire life. It is the formula for the way that I think. Um it is what keeps me grounded and keeps me rooted in a reality that um serves me in the word some very pivotal things stick out as far as a woman's role what a woman quote unquote brings to the table as society says um i always laugh when people when men say well what is it that a woman brings to the table if i'm working if i'm paying the bills what is she doing the reason why i laugh at that the reason why i find that that statement those questions that theory um hilarious is because in the word 
without the pretext of religion. It says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains the favor of God. It does not say he who finds a girlfriend. It does not say he who finds a baby mama. It does not say he who finds a side chick, none of that. It says he who finds a wife, because in the eyes of the Most High, when he created woman, he created her to be a wife. However, society has allowed us to believe that mm, it's not so bad being a baby mama. Oh, I can be a side chick because I don't have to deal with all of those responsibilities that his girlfriend got to deal with. Oh, I'm cool with being a girlfriend because I ain't got to deal with the responsibilities of being a wife. Society has warped our minds to believe that we are okay. It is acceptable to be anything other than the wife that you were created to be. In that scripture, it also says, when he finds a wife, he finds a good thing. So, you were not only a wife, you were also a good thing. Not based on what you do, but based on who you are. Based on the way God sees you. We try so hard to fit in this, this stereotype of the way men see us that we demean and devalue ourselves because we don't see ourselves the way God sees us. The third part of that one scripture, he who finds a wife finds a good thing, and and, which means in addition to finding a wife, in addition to finding a good thing, you also find, obtain the favor of God. That one scripture lets you know that when a man finds you, he finds three things off top, simply on the strength of who you are. And who you are is way more valuable than what you can think you bring to the table. But we'll go further into that. He has found a wife. He has found a good thing. He has obtained the favor of God. Which lets you know that before he found you, baby girl, he may have been anointed, but he was not favored. Also, the woman is the helpmate, which means that she is supposed to assist the man along his journey in life. But the problem is society has, 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 I, I don't, I don't want to say demonically twisted things, but almost in a way, yes, demonically twisted things to where men don't want women. Men actually want men. And that I don't mean that in a homosexual component. I mean that to say, in the beginning, when Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit, they were cursed according to their roles. 
Adam was cursed to work the land, to sweat by his brow. If Adam don't work, he don't eat. Eve was cursed with, with extreme sorrow during labor, during my nine months of pregnancy and, and, and however long my labor is, it will be sorrowful. That's why women weep when they're pregnant. That's why women are so emotional and it feels like women are discombobulated when they're pregnant because you are dealing with the sorrow that has been greatly multiplied. These are our curses. I stress when I tell people these things, I stress that so much because the notion of celebrating a man because he works is ridiculous. Because that's what he gonna do regardless. Because that's between him and God. Despite whatever a woman is doing, this is your curse. If you don't work, you don't eat. That's the word. That's the law. If the man don't work, he don't eat. To piggyback on that, to emphasize further how important roles are in not only life, not only in relationships, but even in your self-awareness. Because you, we, women, we have a role, not only in the lives of our men, not only in the lives of our children, but we have a role in the kingdom that is so often overlooked. When Adam was created, I tell people this all the time, when Adam was created, it was after God had created the heavens, after he had got created the earth, after he had put all the trees, after he had put all the animals, after he had placed the water, after he had created his masterpiece and stepped back, he said, it's missing something. So he created Adam and he gave Adam dominion over all of the earth. He gave Adam dominion. Adam named all the animals, two of everything, male and female. He named every animal, but did not have the cognition to recognize that he was alone. So God had to put him to sleep and create a partner suitable for him. In order for him to create that partner, he had to remove Adam's rib to create the woman, to create Eve. That lets you know right there that one, man is lacking. No matter how well put together he is, he is lacking. It also lets you know that a man's help will always come from a woman. It further lets you as a woman know, in addition to being a wife when you find me, in addition to being a good thing when you find me, in addition to you obtaining the favor of God through me when you find me, I also bring completion.
Because without me, you were only a fraction of what you could be. I believe that when more women understand this, this just that one simple shift in the thought process, so many things will start to return to the way that they are supposed to be. Because there's a natural order of things in every in every aspect of the universe. There is a natural order of things. Human beings are the only things on this planet that are unnaturally aligned that are are not that go against the natural order of things and the reason why humanity human beings are the only beings entities whatever you want to call it um, that go against the natural order of things is that we are the only beings on this earth at this moment that have free will. Nothing else on this planet has the ability to choose for itself except human beings. A dog is gonna do what a dog does. A hummingbird is gonna do what a hummingbird does. A duck is always going to fly south for the winter. That is how they are designed. They don't have the allowance or the ability to choose for themselves. We, as human beings, however, have the, we have the ability to choose for ourselves. And God respects our free will. And as a result, we have chosen ridiculously wrong things for ourselves. And we have removed ourselves so far from God that we have no idea who we are. Back to the subject. Bringing something to the table, this notion of that you have to compete with the man, this notion of that you have to be doing the same thing that he is doing or you have to be up to par to him is is ridiculous. And I see every day it causes women so much anxiety. It causes women so much, so much grief. It it causes women so much so much it causes them time away from their children it causes them them um to lose connections with friends to lose connections with themselves so many women i know it's like they are on the verge of mental breakdowns and they don't even realize it because they're so busy trying to equal a man that they don't even realize you're superior why why would you want to be equal to something that is inferior to you it blows my mind that women actually think like that you bring the favor of god you bring you bring creation you bring elevation men could never Men could fucking never. That's why this podcast is called Fuck These Niggas. Because you will kill yourself trying to bring the bullshit that he brings to the table. Trying to be, trying to be equal to him. For for what? You, you, you like the, the 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 notion that y'all really be out here trying to help me and carry their curses is baffling. It's idiotic.
it's it's insane to do the same thing over and over again and accept a different res- expect a different result. That is the definition of insanity. And that's why so many women out here on the verge of mental bro- breakdowns because y'all are insane as fuck. I was watching a video earlier today of this man. He was talking about the word and he was really breaking it down. And he said something really pivotal. And I was just like, oh my God, I say the exact same thing. But he said, Adam was the high priest of the Lord. He was responsible for keeping the law and making sure the law was was honored and kept because the covenant was between Adam and God, which is why it was not until Adam bit the apple that God revealed himself. When Eve bit the apple, God was like, "Mm, okay, let me see what you're going to do, Adam, because I told you to make sure she was in alignment with my word. Adam bit the apple and Adam broke the covenant. So Adam is is the high priest of 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 God. He is responsible. He has been charged with keeping the commandment. And it's the only commandment. It was only one at the time. He only had one job. Keep this woman holy. Which is why The word said, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Giving your all unto her. He don't say baby daddies love your baby mamas. He don't say side niggas love your side bitches. He don't say boyfriends love your girlfriends. He say husband, love your wives as Christ loved the church, giving his all unto it. That's why the notion of of, of bringing something to the table is that, nah, what? 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 This is your charge as a man to give it all to your wife. To your wife. Give it all to her. That's why God revealed himself to Adam. Because the covenant is always with the man. Eve is the spirit of God. And when he said that, I was like, oh my God, that's so crazy. Because a couple of days prior to, I was reading the scripture and it said, um, it was saying if... If you seek knowledge, I mean, if you seek wisdom, keep the commandments and God will give her unto you. And I said to myself, and I posted it on Facebook, I said, I wonder why God refers to wisdom as her in the female tense. And so I got to reading and looking and, and researching and Every time God speaks of wisdom, it is in the female tense. 
And so when when the guy whose video I was watching, when he said Eve was the spirit of God, is 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 the personification of the spirit of God. It dawned on me, wisdom comes from the woman. So all of these things I done already listed that you bring to the table. You're, you're a wife when he finds you. He finds a good thing. He, you bring with you the favor of God. He elevates through, you know, through you. You bring ascension. I didn't even mention that. You bring ascension. When he finds a wife, when the man goes from being a single man to being a husband, he is ascended to a new level in the kingdom. An elevation he never could have gotten to without the woman. Because prior to the woman, the woman that God creates for him, prior to her in his life, he was half. He was, a, he was only a flicker of what he had the capacity to be. But on top of all of that, you bring wisdom, a spiritual wisdom that surpasses anything that you can learn from a book. However, we're not taught to to tap into our spiritual selves. We're not taught to harness the power that we have as spiritual beings. I say all the time we're spiritual beings having a human experience, but we're only we're only subject to our flesh. Nobody ever teaches or speaks of how to grow in the spirit. Nobody teaches us how to align with the plan that God has for us or with the nobody teaches us how to align ourselves with the universe. We have this notion, this misconception that we are the captains of our ships. We have this 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 egocentric belief that we are in charge of our lives. And that's bullshit. Because nothing in your life is by coincidence. The only thing you are in charge of in your life is how fast, how quickly you receive your blessings. The sooner you align up with the universe, the sooner the universe can shower down its blessings on you. But because we're not taught to align with our spiritual selves, a lot of us never receive a fraction of the blessings that God has for us. Because we're so busy trying to be worldly, we're so busy trying to prove how, how valuable we are. There's a scripture on my bed above my vanity and um i made it a point to put it here but i'm gonna read it to you it's proverbs 3 and 15 it says she is more precious than rubies and all the things thou canst desire thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her that's the word telling you as a woman 
You are incomparable. Nothing that I could desire for myself, nothing that a man can desire for me to be is equivalent to what I really am. The end of that scripture, it says, are not to be compared unto her. Which means, ain't nothing to be compared to me. Nothing to be compared to me. That's why we have all of these um, men who say, oh, well, you, my my old girlfriend would have did it. Or the last chick I was with, this, that, fuck you and that bitch. Point blank, period. Because fuck these niggas. And a, a man that would comp- compare you hiccups a man that would compare you to anything one he don't know himself he don't know god he don't know the word he he's not connected to his creator but we we don't have those conversations. We don't have those 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 hard conversations. Um, I always say accountability is everything, and people don't want to be accountable anymore, um, which that also blows me too. But that's for another day and another podcast. Um, when we as women recognize our value when we as women recognize the brilliance of who we are when we as women reconnect to our creator to the heavenly father to the most high to god to whoever whatever you want to call him um because god has many names Elohim, El Shaddai, he is, he, I am that I am. So I, I am whatever you say I am. Um, when we get back to who we are, when we get back to the fullness of who we are in him, um, there's going to be a shift. There's going to be a great shift in our society. There's going to be a great shift in the infrastructure of the family dynamics. There's going to be a great shift in the universe. Um, And I say in the universe because though Christ was the word of God, he was sent. He was the word of God. He was, however, in his flesh. And the word came to us through a woman. That is how important we are. That is how trusted we are to literally carry the word in our wombs. That's how trusted we are by God. And um, on that note, I think... I'm going to wrap things up for the night. And um, I hope that there was something that you took away. I hope that 
something touched you, something spoke to you. I hope that you stick around for episode technically number three. Um, and I hope that you continue to take this journey with me. I hope that I'm able to to um, shed light on a lot of things. I hope that I'm able to answer questions that you guys have been having, things that you may have been pondering. I hope that I... I um I hope that I am am changing lives. I hope that I'm touching hearts. I hope that the God in me is resonating with the God in you and um see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.